U.S. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken has arrived in Australia at the start of a week-long trip to the Indo-Pacific region. The visit is aimed at shoring up Washington's regional partnerships against a rising China. He will also visit Fiji later this week. And Mr. Blinken will meet foreign ministers from the Quad, the informal U.S., Japan, India, Australia group. And they're expected to discuss climate policy, COVID-19 and the Ukraine crisis. Mr. Blinken will then travel to Fiji to meet Pacific Island leaders. It will be the first time a U.S. Secretary of State has visited in four decades. Mr. Blinken will then return to Hawaii, where he will host his Japanese and South Korean counterparts to discuss security threats posed by North Korea and its missile program. Simon Marks joins us live from Washington, D.C. Uh, Simon, uh, what message is the U.S. Uh, sending its uh, allies with this visit? Uh, well, essentially, of course, that the United States takes its relationship with uh, the Quad and with other nations in the Indo-Pacific region extremely seriously, that it is a priority for the Biden administration. And as the Australian foreign minister put it uh, just before his arrival there today, uh, that the United States is voting with its feet. There is a lot on the agenda uh, for all of the upcoming talks. Uh, they will, of course, focus uh, partly on Ukraine. The United States will be looking for uh, strong warnings to Russia to emerge from this meeting uh, of the Quad and the other discussions that Antony Blinken will be having uh, on this trip. Uh, also, of course, this comes at a time of increasing tension uh, over North Korea's latest uh, missile tests. A lot of that conversation will take place at the back end of the trip, of course, when uh, the Secretary of State meets the Japanese and South Korean foreign ministers in Hawaii, but again uh, in Australia from the Quad. Uh, he's going to be looking for backing for Washington's uh, suggestion to the North Koreans that the door is open for talks and that they really uh, ought to take advantage of that uh, opportunity. Uh, but the major issue uh, that it serves as the tapestry uh, hanging behind all of these meetings, of course, is the aftermath of that summit meeting in Beijing late last week between uh, Xi Jinping and Vladimir Putin uh, and uh, the United States eager to show uh, to the Asia-Pacific region and the rest of the world that it has uh, advanced relationships in the region, uh, even as Russia and China are clearly, in light of the Ukraine crisis, uh, being pushed closer together. And part of that is Washington's hope to broaden partnerships in several key areas. Uh, we mentioned COVID-19, climate, security. Um, how do these uh, specific plans fare against Russia and China's no-limits strategic ties? Well, I think this is all designed to demonstrate uh, to everyone, including, of course, the Russians and the Chinese, that from the U.S. perspective, uh, while ties with the Asia-Pacific region kind of moved to the back burner during President Trump's administration, since Joe Biden has been in office, uh, there has been a renewed commitment, if you like, to the old sort of pivot to Asia uh, that the Obama administration used to talk about. Uh, this is designed to demonstrate that the United States already has deep and abiding relationships with other members of the Quad, uh, with nations throughout the region at a time when Russia and China are saying, well, there are no limits to what they can achieve together uh, and can achieve in the region. The United States Secretary of State will be eager 
to try and demonstrate that Washington is already notching up sizable achievements throughout the region in a bid to demonstrate that the United States is still a highly viable and vibrant counterweight uh, to the influence of China growing as it is in parts of that region. Simon Martz in Washington, D.C. Thank you.